Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk some baseball right now with our guy Cody Decker, Odyssey Sports MLB insider. Cody, uh, let's start off with the New York Yankees on an absolute tear. They're going to be taking on the A's coming up here about an hour from now. Slight favorites tonight. They get some good news as they're going to look to improve that pitching rotation. Corey Kluber is uh, going to make the start on Monday, his first since May 25th against the Angels. Your thoughts on the Yankees, man? They're on a tear right now, but are they for real? Do I think they're for real? Absolutely, because they finally have an offense worth a damn. They've right. been absolutely anemic all year. They've This is a team that plays in the most friendly left-handed power-hitting park in the history of Major League Baseball, and they're front-loaded with nothing but right-handed power hitters. Thank God they got Joey Gallo, and thank God they got Anthony Rizzo, because Anthony Rizzo has some pop, but at least he gets on base, and he's left-handed. Quite frankly, this team has been looking good, and they're finally learning how to pitch. Tyone finally coming into his own. Garrett Cole doing Garrett Cole things. But if we're expecting a lot from Corey Kluber, I think we should uh, you know, look for something a little more realistic, like you know, a dragon. <laughs> right. Cody, uh, first and foremost, I heard you on You Better You Bet the other day. You did an excellent job. I think I took basically all the picks that you gave out. And I can't recall how you did through all, what, 16, 17 of your picks? But the ones that I took won. So thank you so much for helping me win it was money. It was 13 picks. I was 10 for 13. You know why? Yeah. Because I'm a genius. Yeah. No, you, you are a genius, man. That's it, a hell of a self-promotion. That, right no, that's, he's, he's accurate <laughs> with, the, with the, uh, the analysis of the situation. Can you talk to us about this Phillies team that has just absolutely fallen off the face of the earth right now? Like, everything has gone wrong for them. What is your analysis of what's going on in Philadelphia? My analysis is very simple. They just don't have the pitching, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Their offense is too inconsistent. Their pitching has been terrible. I did like the move of bringing in Ian Kennedy. He's a guy that can eat up some good innings and not in the bullpen. He doesn't really wow you, but he's a guy that is tried and true and will always be out there. At the end of the day, pitching is what wins World Series. It's what carries you to the playoffs. It's why the Padres are in the situation they're in now. It's not that they didn't get the pitching. It's that the pitching didn't stay healthy. And, of course, Larry Rothschild was obviously to blame for that for some reason that no one's been able to explain to me. Cody, you bring up uh, San Diego. We're watching this game right now. Scoreless in the uh, bottom of the first. They're a game and a half back in the wild card standings. You got Cincinnati there. You got the Dodgers there because the Giants just won't go away. Is this San Diego team going to make the postseason? What do they need to do here besides, I mean, stay healthy? You get you Darvish back tonight. What are your expectations for them the rest of the way? My expectations is that they do catch the Reds. I really do think the, yeah. the Padres will catch the Reds. They're a better team than the Reds. They really are, even as, as bad as they've been lately, and they have been bad. This is a team that's been consistently the third-best team in all of Major League Baseball all season long, and since the All-Star break, everything has been in complete shambles. You lose Darvish for a while. Snell has been a tale of two cities, a very Dickensian pitcher, because at home he's been great. On the road, he's one of the worst starters in Major League Baseball. It's just a very odd season there in San Diego. And I think a lot of people over there are hitting the panic button. A lot of people looking at A.J. Preller. Everyone was praising him a month ago, and now all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. A.J. Preller's on the hot seat, and he just signed a four-year extension. We're joined now by Cody Decker, our Odyssey MLB. I was about to say NBA. I think you can shoot some hoops as well. Our MLB (laughs) insider. Cody, what plays did you have throughout the MLB today, if any? And also, do you have uh, anything going in the Royals-Seattle Mariners game that's coming up about 45 minutes and maybe even the Yankees and the A's? I have some unfortunate news. I haven't had a chance to check any of the lines tonight, so I honestly don't know. But I will tell you this. You mentioned you Darvish is on the mound. And, uh, you know, like you said, he's only – 
been – this is his first game back off the I.L. So, yeah, I'm a very hesitant to take any type of pitching props on him right now. I'm not expecting him to go deep into this game, even though he's been dominant against the Dodgers. they gotta, they got to really pump the brakes on him, which is unfortunate because the Padres currently are taxed in the bullpen like crazy. I would expect the over to come in this Padre-Dodger game – Big time tonight. Those guys got to be exhausted, and both teams have no available arms available. Yeah, Cody, let's stick with the National League here for a second. A couple weeks back, I played the Brewers 11-1 to to win the World Series. They just give me some Washington Nationals-type vibes a couple years back when it was Strasburg and Scherzer just dominating in the postseason. They're going to get Freddie Peralta back healthy here in a couple days. Corbin Burns has been excellent all season long. Brandon Woodruff, we saw him last night, double-digit strikeouts once again. Now they're plus 825. What are your thoughts on the Brewers in the postseason? Are they for real, or, or uh, is it a team that maybe you should stay away from? Maybe it's a sucker bet. I'm a very – listen, I, this is a team that really does impress me. And like you said, they got that three-headed monster of Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. And if Peralta does come back healthy, that is a team you should definitely watch out for. However, I think they're a sucker bet. Of all the teams in the National League that are going to make the playoffs, I am least worried about them. Yeah, could they get hot? I don't expect them to, though. The team that really, truly worries me in the National League is in Atlanta. That team is going to give somebody a serious problem, and if there's one team that I think will out of nowhere take down the Dodgers, it's the Atlanta Braves. Cody, please talk more about the Atlanta Braves because, I mean, yeah, they went down uh, against the Yankees in that two-game set that they had 5-1 and then 5-4 on Tuesday, but can you kind of expound more about the Braves and how scary they can be? Because before that, they haven't lost many games. They've been on fire. They've been absolutely on fire. And keep in mind, these games that they dropped at the Yankees, it wasn't like they got blown out. They were in every one of these games. It was a hard-fought ball game. And I really liked it. If you're going to have yourself a – if you can call yourself a good loss, those were good losses. Hard-fought games all the way to the end. And it made me think, man, this team is really going to compete in the playoffs. If anything, I found it to be the most encouraging series of the Braves' season. Why do I think this team is good? Max Freed is back to being Max Freed, for one. Not to mention, you, know, you lose Acuna Jr., and what you do is load up your offense even better than it was when you had him. Solaire has been incredible. Adam Duvall was not a small pickup. That was a huge pickup. And there's another part of that pickup that I really like, and I know no one pays attention to it because it's not sexy. Steven Vogt is a ball player who brings so much to the table yeah. that you don't see on the field. This is a guy that is universally loved by everybody in the world. And when I tell you that that team is probably having more fun right now than they ever had in their lives, they are. This is a very scary lineup right now. And if their pitching is healthy, they are going to beat someone bad in October. Mm-hmm. And they are going to bust a lot of Vegas, uh, Vegas sports books. I can't wait for that. Cody, looking at some individual awards right now. Uh, obviously, Tatis is the favorite to win NL MVP. He's now minus 300 over at BetMGM. Do you find any value with somebody like Max Muncy plus 725 or Freddie Freeman plus 850? Or is it just Tatis and that's just... Just leave it alone. Stay away. I do n- no. I do not think Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to win the MVP. Wow. I don't think that is the right pick. He, you're betting that he's going to stay healthy for the rest of the season and continue to play incredible. Keep in mind, his defensive metrics are not very good at the moment. Not to mention, he's not even playing his main position anymore. He's been moved to the outfield to protect his shoulder. This is a guy whose shoulder is hanging on by a thread, and it worries the hell out of me because Fernando Tatis Jr. is the future of this game. So I desperately don't want him to get hurt. But if he does, this is a guy that's already missed 32 games this season on the IL. So if he misses any more, you might as well just take him right out of the running for the MVP. There is a lot of good value out there. I really like the pick of Max Muncy, 
and Freddie Freeman. But keep in mind, you've got to remember who votes for these awards. And I've been saying this for weeks, and I really want people to pay attention. Players don't vote for him. Fans don't vote for him. Coaches don't vote for him. Writers vote for him. Mm -hmm. Whoever's getting the most headlines at that time, you better watch out for that. Because right now, the Reds are on fire, and the only reason the Reds are where they're at is because of Joey Votto. And there is incredible value on putting some money on Joey Votto right now. So we've already hit on the Yankees. The Rays are just the team that won't go away, and they're set up for success like the next decade, man, with their farm system. But Boston, we saw it again tonight. Chris Sale, he joins Sandy Koufax, the only pitchers on record with three immaculate innings. He strikes out the side against the Twins on just nine pitches earlier tonight. Your thoughts on Boston moving forward, especially with the return of Chris Sale? I'm not expecting a ton out of them. This is a team that can absolutely hit, but I really thought they were the biggest failure of the trade deadline. I, they needed arms. That's what they needed. And I think they just felt too comfortable with Chris Sale coming back. This is a guy who hasn't pitched in a year and a half. I'm not saying he's not one of the best arms in baseball when he's healthy, but you're betting a lot that he's going to be healthy every five days, and you need more than him healthy every five days. You need two more guys to supplement that time. I'm worried about this team because the Yankees are not going to stop. The Rays will never stop. And I still think the Toronto Blue Jays are going to catch the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Cody, did you stay up last night until uh, 7 in the morning to watch that Padres-Dodgers <laughs> game? I went to sleep in the 15th. I couldn't take it anymore. Man, that game was crazy. Um, Cody, the only thing I have left for you on my end is why do you think the Reds – like, what was – what was the, you had to take about the Reds earlier. Can you expound upon why you think they're going to be trash? Or I think that's what I heard you say. Like, something no, – they're going to throw a downward trend or something. Like, somebody's going to catch them? I think the Padres are going to catch them because I just think the Padres are a better team. But that also requires the Padres to be healthy. The Padres currently are not healthy on the mound. They're running out of a two-man rotation, which is not going to get them to the playoffs. Luckily, like we mentioned, Darvish is back on the mound. So if he stays healthy, luckily you got a three-man rotation. you got to hope that Paddock can come back or – and I can't believe I have to say this. I can't believe I have to actually hope that Jake Arrieta (laughs) can come back and not suck. All right, I'm glad that you brought that up because uh, Cody, big Cub fan here, and I was actually pissed off when the Cubs decided to go after you, Darvish, and they didn't pay Jake Arrieta. It was the right decision, although then they trade you, Darvish, for a pack of hot dogs and a dirty muffin. But are you telling me there was nobody in the farm system that you could have called up? Like, what what was the point of you saw what Jake Arrieta was at this stage of his career? Like, he's finished, and I hate to say it because I love the guy, but he's cooked. There, there's nobody that they could have brought up to buy some innings. You won't believe this, but I did speak to someone who, I I won't say in the front office, but the direct quote I was given was, hey, man, it's a warm body. Wow. Wow. I mean, he is. That's how broken they are on the mound at the moment. He is. I mean, he's cooked. Uh, One last team I want to get your opinion on moving forward here, the second half of the season and going into the postseason, the Houston Astros. What do you make of the Astros? Scary team. Just a scary team. They're, they're a team that always worries me, but I was expecting them to do a little more damage during the trade deadline. I thought they made a couple of nice moves, but at the end of the day, the Oakland A's really brought in a killing. The only thing that's disappointing is that the A's have really play underperformed since the trade deadline and the All-Star break. They got Sterling Marte. They got Chafin. They got some really good pieces. They should be competing a little bit better, They fa- but they had to face the buzzsaw that was the White Sox, and now they're facing a buzzsaw that is the Yankees. So it's a bit of a tough time right now. Hopefully they can catch up to the Houston Astros, but I don't expect it. Uh, one last question really quick here. we got about one minute. Bullpen that concerns you more uh, moving forward with two teams that I'm really high on. you got the White Sox, Craig Kimbrell struggled, and then Chapman has been a disaster for the Yanks. 
Yankees. I'm not worried about Craig Kimbrell. I'm not worried about the White Sox. The White Sox are in such a unique position that they can honestly roll out a six-man rotation the rest of the year. They could barely use Hendricks and Kimbrell going forward and see what they can and extend their young guys like Crochet and see what they really have out of them because that's not about what they do for the next month. They need to get everybody ready for October. That's what their goal is. They don't need to. They're up by what, 15 games or whatever it is. Yeah. They're they're going to be the first team to clinch. They're in arguably one of the worst divisions in baseball, and they are, in my opinion, the best team in the American League. Cody, thanks so much, man. Great stuff. Cody Decker, find him on Twitter, Decker6, host of Odyssey Sports Big Time Baseball. Down the line with Cody Decker. You can catch that on 670 The Score in Chicago. Thanks, man. Talk again soon. Thank you, Cody. Let it, boys.